Welcome to the Embracing New Water podcast. And today I'd like to speak a small bit about what we could call the three stages of maybe we could say deepening from personal effort into the divine will, from personal will to divine will, you could say. And naturally, these are not three fully differentiated steps there. There is overlap, but it's just a means to talk about a, a progressive movement from this personal effort and will, free will, if you will, <laughs> to divine will. So if we look at the first step, this is really when there's a turning towards the divine, some kind of orientation or a seeking for something else. We're looking for truth or awakening or God or spirit or the transcendent or to move past the rational. Whatever form that takes, there's a kind of impulse, it's a turning. And, you know, that can be through spiritual practice or you know, psychedelics or some kind of awakening or sometimes it's a trauma that just kind of orientates us and wakes us up from a kind of a stupor, you know, where we're kind of asleep or caught in conditioned patterns. And you could say this is the initial turning. So that's kind of the first step. And this stage, you know, this step really, it takes a lot of personal effort on our part. You know, that the seeker or aspirant has to find and establish contact with the divine or some facet of the divine. You could say, you know, this is our free will, whether we turn to divine or not. And this necessitates personal will, so to speak, a personal effort. We say, okay, I'm not, I need something different or I want to search here, I want to look at this. So it involves a little bit of personal effort, you could say. Sometimes a lot of personal effort, depending on our circumstances and our energy and our level of consciousness. So then if we look at the second stage, you know, this is where we we're moving into a kind of a deeper realization where our personal effort starts to give way or we start to surrender into a divine activity, you could say. For as we deepen into our contact and relation to the divine, we realize that there's a force other than our own ego, which is at work. And we can learn to submit ourselves to this divine working. You know, this is always incremental or we grow in faith or we learn to trust through experience this, you could call it a deeper force or a guidance that's holding us or moving us or directing us. So, you know, it can necessitate really a letting go of our, if we have a rigid mentality or vital, you know, energy just to let go of control of it and to trust that flow of life we might not always know why 
and really it's a kind of faith not you know a blind faith in some kind of allegiance to an outer structure but really a kind of very simple inner trust and submitting and surrender we test bit by bit what is this that's trying to guide me it's a really wonderful stage and we all go through it in different ways and at different speeds and you know in this second stage there's really we start to appreciate her to recognize that there's a transformational inflow of knowledge will and force that's not something we might have appreciated before like we, we, we rely on our surface mind, our vital energies, our physical to, you know, to direct us in life. But then we find that there's this, we call it extra kind of energy or knowledge available. You can say it comes from within or descends down. And this, this energy or conscious force really starts to change our old habitual reactions, our old ways leading us to a more effective activity in the world because we're not so much coming from ego we're surrendering that ego bit by bit and letting ourselves be guided and then our activity naturally changes in the world it's more much more effective and much less suffering attached to it so really you could say our mind vital energy and physical are starting to be transformed and really they're harmonizing they're, they're supported by this divine activity this conscious force that's really benevolent i suppose you could say so then as we move into you know the third stage of course you know these all overlap they're not totally distinct you could say our will and our force, our personal will and force, really merges with that divine will. It's emerging into a higher power. And this power or conscious force is then in charge of our transformation. You know, it polishes up our instrumental nature, which is our physical, vital and mental meanness, our nature. But it does so, and this is the, really the key, it does so with an impartial accuracy. And what I mean by that is it knows exactly what is best. It knows the best timing, the best order, even whether, you know, a challenge it can experience or encounter, what is best for our growth. And we submit to that. We know that whatever experience is coming, that it's there for us to extract the nutrient from so that we can evolve so that we can transform and you know it can be summed up in that wonderful statement not my will be done but thine so it's that handing over of this kind of idea or feeling of separate control that you know this is my will and i'll do things my way and you relinquish it and you know this leads us into really the fulfillment of this whole kind of
process at the third stage is really, you know, we are being ready to be a kind of a nexus or divine center of activity in the world. And we're ready when really the self-merging, when our personal will is merged with the divine will. When this is complete, we can say we're identified with that divinity. We're not apart from it. And then you could say we're, we're a transformed instrument. Our instrumental nature, which is our mind, our vital energy and our physical body, is not separate. You could say the indwelling presence of this divinity, this soul presence is really guiding then, and it is not separate from the one divinity. So you could say we become purified, illumined, liberated, and we're ready to serve as a conscious conscious expression of that divinity in the world. You could say like it's a divine center that assists in the collective transformation. Or another way of saying it is you're serving the divinization of the world. And you know you start off with your own personal will and force and effort and then you start to relinquish it and then there's a merging into the divine will and really how could I say it even what you thought was your personal will was no other than the divine will so perhaps I might tease that out or explain that a little. It's really, you know, at the primary stages, stage one, you could say that personal effort is really required, this personal will and effort, and then we gradually surrender in, and then we just, this merging into the divine will, and the realization that really that what we thought was, even our personal will, was the divine will. And what I mean by that, or a clue to that would be that it was the divine will to involve itself in multiplicity, to experience ignorance not knowing, and to evolve out of that through personal effort to realize itself, to know itself. So even what we considered our personal effort was also divine will. It's always the divine will. Of course, this can't be really always grasped, so to speak. It must be realized as we progress. And there's sometimes endless debate about free will or not free will or personal effort or no effort. And it's not an either or, it's just a progression. And each movement is pertinent to its stage, you could say, that personal effort is very much required at a certain stage, and to give up personal effort before you've made it is, it kind of stagnates, it makes one stagnate. 
So, you know, there are higher teachings, so to speak, that are what are called higher teachings, that no effort is required. But to take this on before you've made any effort can really retard your progress, to slow your progress or stop it. Of course, only for a while, because the divine will is always to involve in matter and then to evolve out, to come up. Thank you for spending this time with me. Best wishes.